Hi, happy Sunday. God bless you. Welcome. It's yet another moment of evangelism with me, Kathy Ekakundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I bring you good tidings. God bless you. It's Sunday and it's Thanksgiving service. Father, before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Yahweh. Let's welcome the King of Glory, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle, the creator of the universe, the great I am that I am, the Abba Father. Yahweh is his name. Father, we worship your holy name. We welcome you, Yahweh. Take over me. Take over this service, Holy Spirit. Speak through me, Father. Bless your children when you are done. Take all the glory. I soak myself and everyone out there listening to me, the equipment I'm using, and my surrounding with your precious blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. Every arrow that the enemy is sending or they intend to send, we send it back to sender in Jesus' name. Amen. Yahweh, your blood that speaks more than every other blood. Let it speak for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. I am saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord, for all your goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. I am saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord, for all your wonders. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yahweh. How are you all doing? God bless you all for always listening, sharing, and inviting someone to listen. God bless you. May Father meet you all who always tune in to listen at your point in need. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Where you need prayers, where you need healing, where you need advice, where you need financial breakthrough, where you need deliverance, may Jesus meet you there and work it for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Because only him and only him can do mighty things. Mighty man in war, lion of Judah, we bow and worship you, Yahweh, Yahweh. Come and do what only you can do. Mighty man of war, lion of Judah, we bow down and worship you. Yahweh, Yahweh, come and do what only you can do. Mighty man of war, mighty man of war, lion of Judah, we bow down and worship you. Yahweh, Yahweh. Come and do what only you can do. Mighty man of war, lion of Judah, we bow down and worship you. Yahweh, Yahweh, come and do what only you can do. 
What only him and him alone can do. He's the only one who can deliver. He's the only one who can save you. He's the only one who can heal you. He's the only one who can provide for you. He's the only one who can open that door. He's the way maker. He's a miracle working God. He's the chain breaker. He is the I am that I am. Oh, Father, we thank you. We give you all thanks, glory, praise, and adoration. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for this platform where we can come and listen to your word. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you honor, praise, and adoration. Thank you, Father, for using me. Thank you for calling me. Thank you, Father. It's a privilege. I don't deserve this, but Lord, you chose me and you say, Bolle, I have chosen you. Father, thank you. Give me the grace, the strength, the wisdom as I preach your gospel, not just here everywhere I go, Lord. Let your presence be with me. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. And help me to do greater works in your name and take all the glory. Yes, Yahweh. When you carry God, you carry everything. When you carry God, you carry everything. When you carry God, you carry everything. You carry everything, he's the owner of the world. I carry Jesus, he's the king of the world, Ah, creator of the universe. Hey, he's my father. Mm. I carry him, I carry his presence. I carry Jesus, he's the king. My hands are hot, I'm on fire. Lord, I wish you poor were here now. Just lay hands on you. Oh, my God. Ah, Father, take over me, Yahweh. Walk through me for your glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Yahweh. Yes, Lord. Yes, Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. and Omega. We lift you up, you are Yahweh, Alpha and Omega. You are the God who was, who is and still to come. Jesus, you are a miracle-walking God. You are Yahweh, 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 Alpha and Omega. We lift you up, you are Yahweh, 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 Alpha and Omega. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm coming, let me tell the kids to close the back on me. It's almost 8 p.m. my time. Papi, I'm not finished yet, but close the back on me, yeah? Every other week.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Yahweh. It just kept coming to me that they should close the balcony. So I have to, to do that. You are the God who was, who is, and still to come. Jesus, you are miracle-walking God. You are Yahweh. 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 Alpha and Omega. Ah, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you have done. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For everything you have done. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Darling Jesus, darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are a wonderful Lord. I love you so much, darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are a wonderful Lord. Darling Jesus, darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are a wonderful Lord. I love you so much, darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are a wonderful Lord. He has done for me. 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 What my mother could not do. He has done for me. What my father could not do. He has done for me. You are the Lord. That is your name. You will never share your glory with any man. You will never share your glory with anybody. Almighty God, that is your name. Almighty Jehovah, that is your name, Daddy. You will never share your glory with any man. You will never share your glory with anybody. Almighty God, that is your name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Mm. You are the Lord. 
That is your name. You will never share your glory with any man. You will never share your glory with anybody. Almighty God, that is your name. Your name. You are the Lord. That is your name. You will never share your glory with any man. You will never share your glory with anybody. Almighty God, that is your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for everything. Thank you, Father, for using me. Lord Jesus, I have come to return all glory and honor to you. Father, the ones I have pocketed mistakenly, that I was carried away. Somebody said, oh, you prayed for me and this happened. Oh, I felt the presence of God. And probably I felt like, yes, oh, I'm also a woman of God. Father, forgive me and take all the glory. All the glory and honor belongs to you. Or probably I advise somebody and they say, oh, that word you spoke to me, it really helped me, went a long way. And maybe in that moment, I felt, yes, oh, they'll also see me like a true woman of God, forgetting that it's you who is doing all this father forgive me and i give you all the glory all this is you and you alone i will never take any glory because i have no power of my own who am i it's you it's you using me it's you walking through me father people of god let us let us not be carried away let always learn to give god all the glory so if you are there right now, you are listening to me, and by chance, you have taken the glory of God up mistakenly. Maybe you were just carried, somebody's like, oh, you really helped me, and this, and you're like, yes, I did it, it's me, it's my power. No, 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 it's not by our power. It's all by God's grace and mercy and his power. It's not by might, it's not my might, it's not by strength. By the Spirit, says the Lord. It's all by the Spirit and grace of God. Father, take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, I say amen and amen. God has given me victory. I will lift him higher. Jehovah, I will lift him higher. He has given us victory. We will lift him higher, Jehovah, we will lift him higher, 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 we will lift him higher, Jehovah, we will lift him higher, God has given us victory, we will lift him higher, Jehovah, we will lift him higher, 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 we will lift him higher, Jehovah, we will lift him higher. I had a dream. Yesterday was the fourth, right? Breaking yesterday. So I saw myself, I woke up at about, I was laying on the couch. Right, I think some minutes to midnight, and my son was playing PlayStation. So I was like, Go to bed, I also need to sleep. Go to bed, go to bed. So he left, and I said, Play me music. So he was playing on, on the TV. I was dancing and I prayed, I worship God. I was awake for tea, like past 2 a.m. or so. So I was like, Let me sleep. So I slept. Then I had a dream. I was back home in my country, Cameroon. I saw myself in the entrance of the main gate 
like there I was kneeling down. But the entrance to the main gate in real life is a, is a commercial avenue. It's a busy street. You can't even stand there. Like cars will be hooting, bikes are passing, you know. But I knelt down there with my hands up and I was crying. I was crying, repent, repent. And then before I was speaking, da, 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 repent. Da, 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 da. So I was speaking in tongues and I was crying, asking them to repent, repent. I said, you don't know what God showed me. Repent, repent. Then I woke up. I was like, hey, what God showed me? What did God show me? Because in real life, I've not seen like, I've not had a dream where God has showed me like, you know, like some people say God has shown them how he consumed or end time or something, you know. I have had my own encounter where I was in a room waiting to be judged, but that was personal, right? I've not had a dream where God showed me like, okay, people who disobey, who all, we all know that when you sin, the wages of sin is death and they will go to hell, right? You will not make it. But like God has not showed me a particular dream. Like, like you know what he told Jonah to go to the people of Nineveh. That if they don't, re- they don't repent, he's going to destroy them. God has not shown. But in that dream, I was saying, you don't know what God has showed me. So I don't know what God has showed me or what God is about to show me. I don't know if God wants me to go back home. Because I was talking with my brother's wife yesterday. And we're chatting. I was like, the son was like, I sent a picture and then the guy was like, is Auntie in Cameroon? Is she in Douala? Douala is a, is a city, right? Is she in Douala? And then she said, the way he asked, the way the little boy asked, is like, if she said, yes, I'm in Douala, the guy would have just, you know, looked for a means to come and meet me there immediately. And I was like, oh, I see people should keep praying. Maybe God wants me to come home because I had this dream. I saw myself in Kumba praying and asking people to, to repent, you know. So before you know it again, I had another dream this night. So now there is this particular content creator on Facebook. He's a Nigerian. They call him, um, what's this guy's name? He's black like this. I've forgotten the name they call him. Uh, uh, what's this boy's name? Oh, How can I forget his name? So he used to make some funny skits. At times, they, they, they started all these kids that, like, they were exposed people. Probably a girl is dating two guys or a boy wants to stay his loyalty. And then, you know, he will either come as he doesn't have money and is to see if the girl will... Re- so, I used to see some of those his kids. And now, I saw myself in the dream with this guy. It's like he has promised to help me to give me money or so. So, I was, like, going after him, like, give me the money now or something. So before you know, he dressed like somebody who wants to travel. But he's way younger, even though he looks big and this, but he's way younger than me. You know, I'm elderly, age-wise. But in the dream, he looked like a matured guy, but still the face. And then he has um, two bottles of oil, anointing oil, in his hand. And small bottles, like, not this big, you know how it looks like in the container of olive oil, huh? no, no, small, small bottles. We have, there are some bottles we used to use back home. There's an oil that comes out from it. They call it gasoline. Those type of bottles, probably like um, one quarter of a liter. Uh, sorry, a quarter of a liter, about two of those. One was a bit, probably a quarter and the other one, one eighth. <laughs> right so he has two of those bottles in his hand then he rubbed them on his uh, um fingertip like he wants you know you want to anoint somebody like to make a sign of the cross on the person's head to to anoint it so he was approaching me and smiling like i was like no 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 stop 
I said, you don't need to. You don't need to do that. Not on me. No. And then he went. So like, before you know it, I didn't see him again. Then I saw some people was asking, like, where is he now? Like, he probably, I saw another person, like a friend of his, gave uh, somebody money. And this person was so happy. But a whole chunk of money like this. And what I need is like, I just need like half of that. So I didn't see him. Then before you know, I saw them now, like in a compound. Yeah, there's a field in Essen where a football field, where they play football. They call it Essen Vest. I remember back then we used to go there to organize football tournaments and we go there. So it's like I was out of that, that football complex and then they were inside because there is a fence, right? So I was asked about, I could see them through because it's not blocked. And they carried like bags and like shovels, like they wanted to dig something. There were about six of them. So I saw a guy I know very well in real life. We are close. This guy was, I was like, where is this? Where is this guy? I was looking for him. And the, this guy that I know in real life was aggressive. He was like, what? You know, now he's angry. Like, why, why do I want to see the boy? Like, what? He was just like, what? Then I realized, I stopped. I was like, mm. So I turned. So I realized now that all oh, these people are not clean people, you know. So I turned. So while I was going, I met my son, my first son. So I was like, how much did he give? It's like, we really needed money. He said, five euros. I was like, oh, that one will pay us transport. One man in the dream was like, don't use the money. The other man was like, I will use it for our transport. Then I started telling my son, as I refuse that he should not touch my hair. I refuse him to anoint me to touch my forehead. I said, you know, he wants to take my star. I said, you see people like that, they're going around like they're anointing people. They have already seen your future. They see that you have a bright future. Your star is bright and they want to take it. And we walk away. So I'm sharing this now with you all. Don't allow anybody and everybody, except that you really know this is a true man of God, to touch your head. To touch your head. Don't allow people. There are people who see. Some of us, we just go around ignorantly. We don't know anything. But there are people who already see. They know, oh, this one, your future is bright. Let them take it or let them steal it on top. But like I know my Bible says, nothing happens without if God has not permitted. But at the same time, God has given us wisdom. They can steal from you if you have an open door. They can even delay, you know. If you have an open door, they will steal and that will delay things, will make things go another route that God, if you have avoided it, it will not have gone that way. I won't share with you people, a lady who was doing my hair for so many years. This girl was my hairstylist for about six or seven years. I knew her for a long time and I loved the way she would treat my hair. She had a salon, and then before you know it, Corona came. Business was slow, so she started doing it in her home. She used a room where she was doing everything there. So I'll go there from time to time. She'll do it. But I remember, I kept asking this girl. I said, why do I keep coming to you? And she would laugh. I said, if you have given me something, I would have said, oh, maybe you put something in my food. I ate, you know, like a charm. Because I don't know why I keep coming here. I always said this to this lady. And she would laugh. She was like, ah, it's my hand now. I have good hands. See how your hair, your hair was almost damaged. Because when I went, I went to this guy, I was about to shave my hair. I had long, healthy hair. But the lady who was doing my hair before this lady was not doing a good job. So my hair became thin. And, you know, I was like, let me just cut it. And somebody directed me that they have opened a new salon. Go here. So I went there. I was 20, um, 014. I started going there. Until 21, I think around September or October, it's been almost two, two years, exactly two years now, I've not gone to that girl again. 
So 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, seven good years. She was my hairstyle. No matter where I go, I have to come back to this girl. When she does my hair, I'll feel comfortable. To the extent that she was even adding the money, like, you know, I'll buy a hair that I can go somewhere. Human hair, you buy somewhere for probably 150 euro. House will be like 200. Once she always is a because she knows I trusted her. I had confidence in her. That's how bad it was. That I won't even look at somewhere else. Only her. But then I had a dream. Before this dream, I've, I wanted to go to her place to do my hair one day. And I washed my hair and God was like, bless your hair. So I, I bless water. I have with, and I should bless water with um, Apostle. My woman of God has a, a, a three minutes audio where she bless water. Like, let me bless my water and use it and sprinkle on my hair. But since I, I had in mind, I'm going to do it. But I rushed. Instead, I blessed my money that I was going to give her. So while I was in the tram, I stopped to her place. I was like, oh, I did not. So I just took that money with faith. I'm like, since I blessed the money, let me just rub the money on my head, you know. So I don't know why I did that and why God told me that. So I went there. Lo and behold, while this woman was doing my hair, she started talking about how her husband had uh, um, COVID and the situation was so bad. The man was crying, take me to the hospital and what? I think they gave him medication, but it was not working. She had to bless anointing oil and she was rubbing on him and praying. And now this woman is behind me doing my hair. I'm seated. She's behind me doing my hair. Demonstrate, tell me how you are doing it. I will still understand, right? She had to come in front of me and touch my forehead. Instead of touching her forehead, she said, oh, this is her anointed him. She touched my, she was supposed to touch her forehead to show me. She didn't need to touch my forehead. And while she touched my forehead, I went cold. I didn't say anything. I was just quiet. And God said, that is why I asked you to anoint your head today. She wants to take your star, but she can't take it. I was like, wow. Always listen to the voice of God. I pray today that you will listen to only God's voice and only his voice will you hear. And when you hear, you will listen. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. I was like, wow. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I touched your hair. I didn't say anything. That was a red flag. And the second time I went now, she saw, she saw hair. And this hair was not even my color. The hair was really dark. Mine is brown, you know, so it really did not match. And it was expensive. And she was arguing the hair is going to, when she put the hair, the hair was really light. It was not, I like my hair to be full. The hair was not thick. So I was like, look at this hair and the price I even bought. And then when I got home, I like, I looked at the color. The hair is so dark. You just know that this is not my hair. Why did you do this? This is an extension, right? But human hair. Not long, I had a dream. In this dream, I was with my daughter. We went to a shop. It's like a salon. Her sister, this guy, I don't know her sister, but in the dream, this lady who was at the counter was her, was her sister. A man came that was attacking her sister, that this, my hairstylist, is owing her money. He borrowed her money, he has not given her money, and yet, like, she's taking money. She's doing other things with money, but she doesn't want to pay his money. And the sister was angry. This man said they have to give him his money today, they'll give today. So I was just watching. I was there with my daughter. Then before you know, she came. She said, oh, she's sorry. Yes, she has on 10000 she has saved. Oh, let the man take. And then she also gave my daughter. My daughter collected. She said, oh, this is our money we should take. If the money is not enough, she has on 10000 she has saved. She will go and take it and give it to her. And the sister was angry. 
And my daughter took that money and I woke up. I was like, Father, what is this dream? So this woman has been taking my money in the spiritual world and she has been caging it somewhere. This woman is not all clean. And when I go there, oh, the way she will talk about God, she will do this. But for some reason, I don't know. I really did not really trust her 100%. I don't know. I don't want to judge that maybe from where she, the country she's coming from. I don't know. But for some reason, there was something deep in me. For me, I was like, mm, let me just go and do my hair and, you know, and go my way. And she even gave me one book that she wrote the book. And then I threw that book away. That book did not got into my house. While I was coming back, when I finished doing my hair, I dropped it at the bus station in the trash can. I threw the book there. And when God revealed this to me, I stopped going there. This is somebody who see like almost every two months I'll do my hair. I never caught this woman. I never went there. I think I ended up blocking her everywhere. Then I saw her one day. She saw me. She was about to go. Then she turned and she saw me. She just came and greeted. Hi. And she walked by. On a normal circumstances, this woman, if I don't do my hair, like, let me say we don't, even if we see today and we see the next day, they say, well, we always greet, you know, like, hi, how is it? Or if we see after one week or so, but this is me. You, one of your, the, the Germans will say, Stamkunde, one of your, your faithful customer you've known for this long, for years. You have not seen her for like six months and you see her, you didn't bother to like, hey, what's going on? Of course she knows. She knew that I've known who she is. Yes. So let us always pray. Pray and ask God to reveal things to you in your sleep. Because even before I went to bed last night, this is, I always pray this prayer. I say, Father, reveal things to me in my sleep. I don't know who this person is who wanted to steal my star yesterday by pretending to, and wanting to anoint me, but I refused. That was not even me. I was thanking God this morning. I said, Father, that was not me refusing. Your spirit helped me. Because when we are sleeping, you don't even know what you are, what you are doing in your sleep. It's the spirit of God that helps us. So pray that God, your spirit man should always be alert and that God should reveal things to you in your sleep. If we can't see vision, at least let us dream dreams. Okay? Let us dream dreams. And that has brought me to today's message. Love. The book of, um, let me turn to, let me open my Bible. If you have your Bible, turn to the book of John. John 13. John, John 13, 34. John 13, 34. It says, I'm reading the NLT, yeah, New Living Translation, NLT. NLT, New Living Translation version. It says, so now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I've loved you. You should love each other. Amen, amen. That was Jesus telling his disciples that they should love each other just as he has loved them. God is love. Remember what he once told me? God said people are going through a whole lot. The world needs love. Remember even at the cross, Jesus forgave those who killed him. Jesus could not die with unforgiveness. <laughs> oh my God, this thing is always appearing. Jesus could not because he's God. He said, forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they are doing. Only somebody who carries love who forgive people who killed him or who are killing him. He's dying with pains. 
He's still forgiving them. Now, the book of 1 Peter, right? Chapter 4, verses 8 says, Love covers a multitude of sin. Let's go there. 1 Peter. Corinthians Peter. 1 Peter 4, 8. Let me read from verse 7. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. It says, most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sin. Amen, amen. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other. Deep love. And it says love covers a multitude of sin. Meaning, if you love someone, you'll be able to overlook at their shortcoming. You'll be able to overlook at their shortcomings. You'll be like, mm, I love you or forgive you. At times, they will not even say, you'll tell them, do you know it really hurt me? But I've forgiven you because you love them. And if we have this attitude, this world will be a better place. If we have love, and listen, if you love yourself, the Bible says love yourself as you love your neighbors as you love yourself. Because if you love yourself, you'll be able to love the next person. You can only give what you have. If you have love in you, you'll be able to share your love. You'll be able to give the next person. There are some people who are bitter. Have you wondered why they are bitter? Most often, these people don't have self-love. They are bitter of something. Maybe you have something they don't have, but you are not the one who gave yourself that thing. It's God. And now, if we have the right attitude to know that every good gift comes from God, there will be no need that you are, you are hating on someone who did not give themselves that gift. And if you have love, you will learn to forgive, to let go. You will forgive your neighbor, your sister, your co-worker. Now, these people will not be best of friends of you. You will forgive them. I explained to you what happened last time, me and my co-worker, right? When she went and she was just labbing. The Germans will say, you're labbing, just talking rubbish, things that are not even true. And then somebody, me, I'm happy working with her because last year I was alone in my group. So I know what it entails to work alone and what it means having somebody who you know, okay, this person can handle this and you can handle that. And me, am I happy that I have somebody and she's going about spilling rubbish? But then I had to call her to order. I said, no, it doesn't work like that. I don't, owe, I don't carry any grudge, but I made her know that this is what you are telling me. Uh, sorry, this is what you are talking about me. People are telling me this, telling me that. It's not right. I even asked her, say, if you say you are the one doing everything in the group, you're the one organizing, all the ideas we do here are your ideas. Do they pay you? Do you receive more than your, your salary? She was angry. She was like, no, no, no. I said, no, because I don't get it. So why do you lie? Why? What point are you proving? What point are you trying to prove? But these are people who are bitter, who are angry. She's like, oh, look at this girl. Why? Why does she have the Why is she supposed to be the head of the group? But I deserve it. I have my certificate. You don't have. I've been working here before you came. Longevity of service plays a role as well. Can't you see? Plus my, 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 my qualification. Can't you see? So you trying to talk me down will not do anything. People are wondering, this is somebody who comes with good attitude. I always come to work with good attitude. Oh, yes. 
in the morning I come, I'm so always happy, just always cheerful. I remember one of my colleagues told me last time before I went on um on false break, she was like, You have this radiance in you. You're always you, you have the, that's how, that's the translation I can get, right? In English, from German to English. You always have this radiance in you. You're always like just you know, you just radiate. And then my friend was like, Look at her, she looks so young and beautiful, no wrinkles and anything. I was like, right. We're just loving. And it's not once, it's not always in the morning. I'm, I'm a cheerful person. Because I wake up in the morning, or especially when I've, I got my message and I've done it out there. Even if I've not preached, I just have, I'm just, because I wake up in the morning with the word of God. I wake up at times, I'm playing my gospel music, getting ready to go. So it always put me in the good mood. I don't wake up like, oh my God, another day on this. I'm always happy and grateful. So as children of God, we should carry this light and the presence of God. So where we go, it will impact. They are like, oh, yeah, there's something about you. You're always just happy. What is that something? It's the presence of God. So they should be able to feel it, to see it, and they'll be like, there's something. This one, something is different about this one. Is this not what the Bible is telling us in 1 Peter? 1 Peter 2 says, 1 Peter 2, 12. Let me open. 1 Peter Chapter 2, verses 12 says, now let me read from 11 to 12. Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very soul. 12 says, be careful to live properly among your unbeliever neighbors. Then, even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. Amen, amen. So, no matter how, where you are, live a life that people will testify. Now, this one, this one carries God. This one is a child of God. Now, all of this was happening behind me. These people told me. I didn't know. I was loving all of them, smiling. Remember, God had to show me. My friend, first of all, had an attitude. And then God showed me a dream where I said, I'm going for bread. And she said, she. And I woke up and interpreted, like, why does she want what I have? And I was asking, I said, Father, what is there? Father was like, why don't you ask? I said, no, why should I? And then I was late and I asked. And then she opened up. And the other day, another one was telling me, said, no, you can't talk like that about Kati. Kati has been doing a whole lot. My child was with her last year. She, even though I'm her colleague, but I'm also a parent. But Kathy never came and complained that your child did this or their child did that or this or this. No, she always supported my child. My child was new in this school. And I know how the children, yeah, the attitude they had. And this child is a child who could not, you know, he's so quiet. But Kathy always supported him and supported me. So you can say that it's wrong. This woman has been through a lot. She just lost her brother. Can't you see? Maybe that's why. And this lady, my colleague now, or my partner, never went to my colleague to talk about me. So my colleague was telling me, I was like, really? She said, yes, everybody. It's not just me. Everybody here, she has talked about you to them. I said, I laugh with these people for no reason. For no reason, she's talking bad about me. We've not had any argument whatsoever. But this is the thing. Because I'm not pretending, and this is me, and God knows we work for real. God sees my heart. That's, what God, that's why God brought it to the open. That even people will testify on your behalf. People say, no, despite this one, I hate this one, but for real, this person is not that bad. That's the attitude we should have. Love, where we go, let us carry 
We carry God's presence. So let us show the world that indeed we are followers of Christ. Christ is all about love. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Yes. Oh. You can light a candle and you put it under the table or you cover a bowl over it. No. You light it, you put it on the table where everyone will see so that the house will be brightened. Everyone will have light. So spread love, share love. Let people feel your love. Let them know that this one is different. I hate this one for no reason. Despite the hate they keep showing, you show them love. You don't need to be best of friends with them. Now, I know this is my colleague now, but then I know she feels not very uncomfortable in as much as she tries to pretend to talk to me. Every little thing now, she wants to go and use the toilet, she'll come and tell me. But back then, weeks before, oh, she'll just open the door, she'll just go and come back. Now she's very conscious. She smokes, I don't smoke, right? She works five hours a day. She doesn't have break, but she goes and she'll spend, if you compare all, you, sorry, you put together the time she, she, she goes to smoke, she takes a 10 minutes cigarette break. She has about an hour or 30 minutes break a day. So meaning she puts in three and a half hours. I work seven plus hours, almost eight hours, more than eight hours. They start at seven, seven forty-five or that so yeah, seven forty-five to four. There are days I don't take break. There are days I just walk through without break. So when she comes to me, she's like, I'm going for I'm going to smoke. I'm like, it's fine, go. I don't have a problem with that. I've never criticized, like, why did you take so long or why do you smoke so no. I'm very flexible. And then you go about, so now she's feeling uncomfortable. She's not like, oh, what is going through Katie's head now? Now Katie is the one who speaks up. Katie is not the one who will hear things and hide. Because if for real, she really, she had something, she would have confronted me. Other than going around saying now she's like, oh, I don't even know who told her. Now she's trading now. Very careful. You know, the attitude now is different. She'll come to me, I want to do this, I want to do that. At first, she was feeling herself like, which I don't even care. Do your work, I do mine, and I go. They will pay me for what I, I do, and they'll pay you for what you do. I told her, I said, worst case ever, if I live here, I'll never be jobless. I have my certificate. They need, they need people everywhere, every day. I said, I can even open my own daycare because I have the certificate. Probably I might do again some few calls, which I was supposed to do. But since I got there, I was like, okay, it's okay. I'm working. I don't need it. I might do a 140 hours again for some about three months. Then I have that certificate to open like a big, a bigger uh, daycare, two or three. But with what I have now, I can open just for five kids. But then if I do this 140 hours again for say like three months, then I can open a bigger place. Do it the way I want to do, like a re-kindergarten or so. So what is the problem? Even if I go, you'll not be here alone. Somebody else will come. So it's just her character. There are people who are like that. But then we don't have to be like them. We have to be different. Let them feel us. Let them feel the love. I still have my same attitude like I've had before. I don't make that like, oh, look at you. No, I still can greet her. Hi. I tell her what I need to tell her. And that is it. I still have respect. For me, respect at the very first place. 
respect each other, respect our boundaries. Let's do our work and go. I've not come here to look for friends. My place of work is, I might have friends eventually. At the end, you know, we might become friends. You might make new friends there, yeah, but then that's not what is in my head. I've come here to do my job. Let me do my work and I go home. If we end up becoming friends, fine. And you don't think by bringing somebody down, it will make you a better person or it will elevate you or this. No. I was like, wow, you see how people are wicked. I said, imagine a situation. I was talking with my colleague the other day because she was asking me, the one who came and told me, she was asking me like, how, how did he go and was explaining? And then I told her, I said, imagine if I had not had my, my um, what's it called? My permanent contract. With a thing like this, I can write a report like, oh, this one, because when you start with them, they give you one year contract. But now I have permanent contract. They can never sack me. They can never say, oh, you go. We don't need you again. I'll take them to court. Uh, except then they are ready to pay. And I'm not sure they are ready to pay that much. Why? What for even? That what did she do? What evidence is there? Nobody has ever complained. I've never had issue with any child or a parent last year. Nothing. Or even now, nothing. I know my boundaries. I know my limits. I do my job and go. So it's not you talking behind that will bring me down. Because even the supervisors or the, the coordinators, none of them could even meet me and say, Kati, oh, they are saying you are not working. Why are you not working where? They don't have the nerves to. Because they know this one, even if we talk, we are just wasting our time because she already has her, her permanent uh, 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 working permit. So they, they were just enjoying gossiping. You know, there are some people that is in their nature. Because the day I confronted them, two of my supervisors, I went to their office and I said, now, I stood at the door. They were standing inside, greeted and said, hey, guys, I have respect for you guys. I say, for me, respect is very important. But now I'm disappointed at what is going around here in the school compound. This is what I'm hearing. And they were like, hey, that one said, oh, he has to go, he has corona. I said, no, you're not going, you're staying. Then they said, no, it's because he has corona. And then I said, okay, you can go, he left. So I was now with the main coordinator. And this guy denied that he has not heard anything. But when they told me, they said, this girl was talking. The person who told me said she was a witness. She was there with the guy and the girl when the guy was the girl was talking. And the coordinator even asked her, that, do you want me to talk with Katie? She said, no, 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 don't talk. I've spoke with her. I'll still continue talking to her. But he denied because they don't have the nerves. And then I asked the guy, I said, if I was really that bad or I was not doing a good job like she claims, would I have been here? I said, no, would I have been here? I said, I don't think so. I said, I'm happy we work together. They asked me, how is it the two of you? I said, oh, I'm so happy that I have her. I'm so happy. Before I come down, she has organized. She's done this, do that. I just come from upstairs with the kids. We go down. We go and eat and come back. She has put things in order. I have little time to go to the office. She goes there and bring the papers. She gives me information, vice versa. I said, I'm so relaxed now that we are two of us. And they were like, oh, really? But she's saying something else. This guy was looking at me like this. I said, what is her problem? But you see, God is God. God sees what they do in private. It was in a dream God had to show me this. What people were planning in private, God revealed to me. So as a child of God, relax. Know that Jesus got your back. But then be sure. Make sure your hands are clean. You yourself, you are clean. That there is no, you have not opened any evil portal. You yourself, you are not doing anything bad. That will backfire on you. Because if I were guilty, do you think I would have approached her? I would have confronted her? No. 
If I was not doing a good job, no, I would not. But I got the nerves because I know I am fine and I'm clean. I don't have anything to hide, no skeleton in my cupboard. I do my job and I do it diligently. So there are people that is just like that in their character, in their nature. But this is what the word of God is telling us in 1 Peter 2, 12, that we should make sure we live a life that even our unbelievers, neighbors, would testify that, no, this one is a child of God. Okay? So go out, spread love, share love, be nice to people, have it in mind. Know that love covers a multitude of sin. So make sure you project love wherever you go. Because they say love conquers all. Love conquers hate. When people are showing you, he show them love. But then be smart. They don't need to be your best friend or you don't need to be best of friends with them. But show them love. Okay? To have a blessed and a wonderful day and a blessed week ahead. I love you all. The love of God. You are blessed. May Father meet you at your place of prayer, at your point of need. Thank you, Yahweh. In Jesus' name, we've prayed. Amen. And we give Father all the glory. Until we meet again, shalom. Bye-bye.